Yes, indeed. So we know people who looking for a career change, about to jump in, jump into the job market. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing they need to get just tighten up? Got to bring something to get something. Always got to bring something to get something. Mm-hmm. And how and and people know what you're bringing to the table and what you're bringing to get something mm-hmm. when you have a decent resume. Got to have a good resume, man. Yep. Let's tell you a little bit about our sponsor, BrandResumes.com, where landing interviews mm-hmm. is made more easy. Love it. You know, for many of us, whether it's fresh out of college mm-hmm. and we got to create a new resume, or whether you've got some years in the game and it's just time for you to update it a bit. Time to change. It could be nerve-wracking, mm-hmm. anxiety-inducing, pretty stressful, wouldn't you say? Pretty much, pretty much. Hey, and on top of that, in today's landscape, LinkedIn, having a good LinkedIn profile plays a huge role in your opportunities. Number one, got to have one. Got to have one. Got to have a good one. A good one. Yes. That's where Brand Resumes comes in. You start with a free, everybody likes free, right? I like it. Free 15-minute consultation where their experts get to know you a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can choose from a variety of packages that include professional professional resume, Mm -hmm. LinkedIn profile optimization, Get that. Watch this, Eric. Watch get this. That. Get that. Watch this. You ready for this all right, one? All right, all right. They even have a package where they will apply to the relevant jobs for you. Oh. Hey. Home. <laughs> you can't beat that. <laughs> Again, visit brandresumes.com and book your free 15-minute consultation. Brand. That's brandresumes, B-R-A-N-D, resumes.com. Yep. All right, and thank you for listening to the Beyond the Cubicle podcast, oh, yeah. episode number 68. 68, man. We've been around for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so so Eric sent me this article this week, and uh, the title of it was uh, The Office Politics Series, yeah. Understanding the Psychology of the Human Workplace. Yeah. But that whole thing, that whole, the word that will probably trigger... Everybody, uh-huh. politics. Politics. Because when we think about politics, we uh-huh. think about puckering up. <laughs> <laughs> Mouthwash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The fuck, yeah. Puckering yeah. up yeah. And, and planting one. Yeah, right. Uh, mm. But look, man, real talk. At some point, usually at the beginning of our careers, we make this bold proclamation, this statement. I ain't kissing nobody's rear end. We will never, ever. You will not have a job. Play politics. And you know what? It's the definition of what we call politics that makes us say that. And what's that definition? It's like I'm a subservient slave because, you know, we have some. We got some pushback on anything that sounds like yeah. servitude. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, look, understandably. Yeah, that's not that's not going to be a comfortable spot. Under, for, understandably, for people that I know the facts. Say, you know, but the reality is, uh, sometimes somebody else's will and power supersedes where we are. Right. I, I love the way this the, this lady um, structured this series, and we'll get into it in a second. I love the way she structured it. Mm-hmm. And she confirmed a lot of the things that we've been talking about, but even in a more concise. Oh, she was on point. Yeah, she was concise on Concise way. She was on point. Right? Yeah, yeah. But basically, one of the big themes that comes out of this is our use of the word politics mm-hmm. when it comes to the workplace mm-hmm. is misused. Oh, absolutely. Right? 
Because when we think politics, like you said, we think subservitude or we we think the shady games that you have to play to kind of get stuff done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. So here's what we're going to do with this topic. Okay. This is big, man. This we, is big. We got to break this one. We got to break this one all yeah. the way yeah, down. Yeah, this is, this is big. So here's what we're going to do with this topic. All right, what you see? We're going to do an overview today. Okay. And then over the next several weeks, we're going to deep dive okay. into all of the different oh, areas no, of okay. the playbook. Makes sense. But I'll tell you what, let's get into it right after the intro. Got it. <laughs> Don't forget to go connect with us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at ThisIsBTC. Hit some all, likes. Yeah, some also, likes. also, we got our mm-hmm. email that we love to converse with you guys with, um, podbtc at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, this playbook, man. Mercy, mm-hmm. mercy, mercy, mercy. It uh, is. And, and let's, can we debunk politics is not what we have given it. No. Yeah, let's jump right into it. it. It's it's not... We've given it the connotation that, you know, I'm doing something underhanded, it's mm-hmm. below me, it's whatever. And basically what she's saying, it, I need to understand how people work. Right. I, I, I'll give you, for instance, you go home and your wife makes something that tastes really good. Mm-hmm. What do you say to her? Man, man that tastes good. What is that? Fire. What does that inspire her to do? Cook it again? Is that politics? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man. And 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 that was the point, right? So yeah. the article that we're referencing, if you check the show notes, is in there. Yeah. It's an article on Forbes. Um, the writer's name is Carlin. Yeah, Carlin. Yeah. I'm going to butcher her last name and apologies if you ever in your life hear this episode. <laughs> Carlin Borisenko. Yeah. That's close enough. Close enough. Carlin Borisenko. She writes about psychology, mindfulness, and making work better. Yeah. Um, this it's, was an awesome series. It's fire. Awesome it's series. Fire. Um, but she talks about that. Like yeah. the different the different way that we technically politic in every aspect of life. Oh. It's like when we go home, in our personal relationships, we're politicking. We don't act the same way. No, you know what I'm saying? No. When we go to our kids' schools, we don't act the same no. way. When we're out with our boys or our girls, we don't act the same way. Not even a little bit. You know what I mean? And so that's politicking. Well, I've, I've heard other people say it's situational leadership, situational behavior. In other words, I'm reading my environment, I'm reading the situation, and I'm responding appropriately. Politics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it is. I think what it gets the bad rap is when people do things that are unethical and lack integrity. Well, it's it's, it's like you know you're you the, the 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 young lady two cubes over from you, or the yeah. young the young guy or the, the older guy that's two yeah. cubes ahead of you, yeah. and every time you turn around <laughs> and the manager walks by, hey, can I get you something today? Yeah, you know <laughs> you're looking like I'm not about to. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got accused this trillions of years ago back yeah. when I had air. We had a manager, mm-hmm. and her pet died. Mm. And yeah. people were like, oh, and she was distraught. So I went and bought her a card, a brand right. new card. Right. Well, my peers said, man, you're a suck-up. 
I said, first of all, she was very sad. She was a nice manager. Yeah. She was not a mean manager. And she was she was feeling like crap. Right. And she came back and said, thank you very much. Now, you know, where I grew up, we tied the dog out by the tree. If he died, we pretty much... Dig the hole. <laughs> we put him... <laughs> but for this person, yeah. it was... Big loss. So you just recognize a human need. Right. Just because you mm. respond to human need, that doesn't mean that you're being political. That just means... You understand what you need to do for you and this person's relationship to be okay. So let's back up a sec. Got it. Because the underlying thing to this that everyone needs to understand mm-hmm. is something that you taught me when 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 you started when you first started mentoring me, opened mm-hmm. my eyes to a whole new world. But in order to get up the ladder, mm-hmm. any career, absolutely, anywhere you're trying to go, you could be an independent business owner. You still. In, in order to climb yes. a ladder, yes, you're not gonna climb it by yourself. Nope. You have to be pulled up. Nope. And and that's what's missing. I hear people come out of school. I'm gonna climb the ladder. Mm-hmm. Nobody climbs any corporate ladder. You are pulled up by somebody that likes you. It's relationships. That's it's how relationships. It that's how it works. And so you know, if, if if this is your first time listening to us, we have a four part philosophy that we follow on this show. It's called Pies, P I E S. Right. Um, real quick, the P is for it's for performance because you got to bring some to get some. The I is for it's for image. Your image has to mesh with your organization's image. E is for it's exposure. How many people know you and know you positively? And the S is for... And S is for spirituality, because if you don't have that, the rest of this doesn't work. And then we're going to circle right back to E, because E is where all of this fits in. Yes. E in the exposure... It's relationship. Category is all about relationships. Who knows you and who knows you positively. Right. And in order for somebody to know you positively, you have had to establish some type of communication, positive communication with them, which is establishing a relationship. Absolutely. And that's what it's all about. We have a game we play in one of our sessions. We give everybody, uh, you take a little uh, magic marker and put them on a blue poker chip, and you put your name on all the red poker chips. You got blue in one pocket, whatever. So you pass somebody. You say, hey, Brian, how's it going? Oh, man, life sucks, man. I just want to kill myself. Well, at that point, uh, you require from me a red poker chip Mm -hmm. versus, hey, Brian, how's it going? Oh, man, let me tell you, it's all good. It's all good. We're going to get through it a little bit of rough. It's going to be a good day, man. How are you doing? What what can I do to help you? Blue poker chip. At the end of the day, we empty our pockets, and we look at who's on the red poker chips. What Mm -hmm. are the names? We look at the blues. If I have more red poker chips from you that day, then blue in the course of our interaction, I label that a bad day working with you. Yes. I keep that with me. Now I make a decision about you. Right. I'm in a meeting. Well, tell me about Brian. Mm-hmm. I got a mm-hmm. whole bunch of red chips on right. this guy. Right. So what happens is every interaction is a chance to either build a relationship yep. or tear it down. And I don't we call it politics, but the reality that's how it's relationship building, man. I mean the yeah. the days of I don't even know if it ever was, but the days of just going, showing up to work, working hard at whatever task they yeah. put in front of me, yeah. and working my way up that way is yeah. done. That's over. It's That's, done. That, if if I was a farmer and I got more acres, yeah. Full, but 
if you're in an office or you're working at a, hold a on. dealership. Watch or, this, though. What's that? Even if you're a farmer and yeah. you got all this acreage and you grow the best watermelons and, and snap peas on this side of the Mississippi, if you don't have relationships with the people to sell them. You can't do anything. It's it still, doesn't matter. It's all about relationships. Yeah, it's like th that's the one thing that, that, that you opened my eyes two years ago. It's like everything is about building those those positive communications, those positive relationships with the yeah. people that matter. And I got to give a shout out to my mentor, uh, Harvey Coleman. Yes. So when he did that to us, mm -hmm. we were in the room like... Yeah. That's an eye-opener, man. In fact, somebody said... <clears throat> I'll try to clean it up for our listeners. <laughs> I ain't kissing nobody's yeah. you know, rear end. Yeah, yeah. And he said, yes, you will. Mm. Well, he was talking to a bunch of people that they were bigger than me. They were your size. And they were had their, you know, master's degrees, and we had an MBA from Harvard, and mm -hmm. everybody was like, I'm not putting them. He says, no, 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 gentlemen. He said, I'm not saying you become subservient to everybody. He said, but make that list uh, distinguished <laughs> and highly positioned. Yeah. He said, they tend to be a little bit cleaner in that <laughs> arena. So we're falling out laughing. What, what yeah. he was saying, he was trying to tell us, look, right. You are going to have to adapt to somebody else's way, whether you like it or not. Right. Don't do it to everybody. Right. And no situation only when, here's the VP, he says, I want to go over here. He's adamant. Mm -hmm. Does me fighting him get a better relationship with him? No. Or do I stand close to him and help him when the stuff hits the ground and say, hey, boss, can I fix that for you? Yeah. Here, here's, here's another thought, too. Um, it doesn't always have to be up. No. That you're building a relationship no, with. No, no. Something that I've learned <laughs> in in the last six, seven years or so yeah, is I, I have good capital built with my peers, my peer group. Awesome. You know what I mean? Awesome. Um, I think something she says in one of the other articles that made sense was when you're building these relationships, right, um... It doesn't have to be with the people that you directly work with. No. And so I have capital with people that are in other groups because somebody mentioned, hey, Brian may know how to do this. Mm -hmm. They come, ask me for help. I don't blow them off. Hey, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll help you with that. Mm -hmm. So now I become the go-to that gets recommended for this thing. Yep. If you do that enough with a few things, you become the recommended person. You build those relationships. That word will get back to higher-ups. Oh, this guy has some capital with his with his with his peers too. Now, what you just said for my people of faith yep. is in the good book. Mm -hmm. When you help people, yep. you know, there's a, a a parable in there about the dishonest manager. When you find out he's about to get fired, mm -hmm. he went back and cut everybody's bill off. Wow, <laughs> that's in the good book. That's in the gospels. He went back and said, "How much do you owe the master?" Oh, a thousand. I'll make that eight hundred. And he was commended by being shrewd. <laughs> yes. Now, that's politics, dude. That's, yeah. in the, that's in the big book. He went back and cut everybody's bill down. So he said, when I'm about to get, diff when I'm about to get fired, uh, I need okay. to have some place to go. Yeah, he went into fight or flight, survival mode quick. Dude, dude, he was straight up. So sometimes we're not even that shrewd. Yeah. Because, you know, one day it will hit the fan. That's All just right. life. So let's tell the people what these... Um, with yeah, the five, go. with the five keys of the playbook to yeah. understanding office politics are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> key number one: pe people are not logical, not even a little bit, and rational, not even a little bit. We think we are. It, it's it's not even possible. Here's where I'm guilty. This is me. Okay. I'm guilty <laughs> yeah. because in my mind, I often sit and say, 
Me, I'm trying to make the most logical decision possible. And yeah. I think I approach everything logically and rationally. Yeah. What we'll learn when we get into this one is the way our brains are set up. Yep. We, act, we, we process everything emotionally Absolutely. and we justify it rationally. Absolutely. That hit Absolutely. Me. I was like, oh, man. Well, you think about everything you've learned, you learn through your senses. Right. Your eyes, your ears, mm-hmm. ears the olfactory, the, mm-hmm. the, you know, the touch, the whatever. Right. So we learn through our senses. There's an emotional component of everything we ever learned. Everything. The history, the room we learned it in, the you can't the, divorce you emotion. Can. <laughs> and people say, mm. "Oh, I'm just, I'm just logical." Shut up, no, you're not logical. Can't do it. No. Second one, relationships are your goal. Yes. Like we were just talking about. Yes. Right. That's your power. That's your power, man. The more, the more people that know you and know you positively. That's, yep. That's your power. Understand that um, people have different natural tendencies at work. People are different. And they way work different than they do at home. Yeah, absolutely. But, but people are different, and give them room to be who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, the fourth one, always look for the win-win. Yes. Yeah. Right? Well, here's the basis of of that. We interact, yep. we interact. Yep. I win, I win, I win. How do you feel about me winning and you losing? I'm not going to feel great about that. Okay. If I win and I'm okay and you can get something out of it, we compromise, we find something in the middle we that walk it's away. okay. Yeah. I don't feel like you beat me. You don't mm-hmm. feel like I beat you. Better relationship? Absolutely. That's the simpleness Absolutely. of that Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the last one, learn to pick your battles. Don't fight everything. we Man. Oof. I know some cats are just mad because they wake up. <laughs> yeah. <They're> go- <laughs> you, can, you, you can feel the weight of that energy when they walk into the office. They just, you know what I mean? they just they're mad Everyone, when they wake when up. They You're they like, wake dude. Up. Now, I, I believe there's a little bit of a faith component there. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need to connect. You need to meditate. You need to connect with your higher power. You right. need to exhale and go, look, here's another day. It's a brand new slate for me to write on. And you need that spot. To me, in the morning, mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't survive with it. I'm with you. I, same, I, same for me. I'd be mad every day. Same for me. Uh, I get up and meditate. Yeah. And, you know, I I input a few things that I read yeah. while I'm meditating yeah. between the Bible and some other some yeah. other different positive spiritual stuff, things that I read, yeah. positive stuff. But learn to pick your battles. Uh, there's, there's a little bit of guidance and wisdom. Everything is not the fight you need to have. Correct. Now, back to the number one where it says we're, we are emotional right. and not rational. Mm-hmm. I remember sitting in a meeting, and I was sitting with uh, a manager who was my rank or a little bit higher, but she was awesome. And she and, and all the executives liked her, whatever. So we go to this meeting, and somebody starts taking shots at our department. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, heck no. It's, it's about to be on up right, here, right. you know. I was I was using consonants, but I was about <laughs> to go straight street. Right. And as she sees me small enough, she takes her hand and just does this. And she says, uh, this is not a hill to die on. Mm. And then she went back to talking, personality, she did whatever. At the end of it, the people in the room felt sorry for us for the the pot shots they were taking, and we got more than the big boss sent us to get. Wow. So on the car on the way back, she said, I was gauging the room, mm-hmm. and I already knew that the pot shots came out of desperation. It was another department taking a shot. She said, so I know if we, if we, took, if we took the high road, yeah. we'd have the upper hand. Yeah. We'd go back. Big Boss goes, you guys did wonderful. Now, you want to ask if she got a bonus? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, yeah. That, yeah. That's one I, I can't wait to get into because, yeah. you know, just anything with the mind fascinates me. Yeah. But to circle back a little bit, like, 
you know, we already kind of laid out kind of what we mean when we say politics, right? Yeah. But to put it even even simpler, right? Politics is like the unwritten rules of influence in an organization, mm-hmm. yeah. plus learning how to adapt. Exactly. That's politics. What are the rules? What are the rules? Yes. You don't know. Um, you know, what are some other places that we use our influence, right? And so, so we can understand politics more. Yeah. If if I'm I'm a movie and TV guy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, y- and y'all know in the different group chats, I'm always I'm the one. Hey man, y'all got to see this, you know? Yeah. And I will promote if it's something that I feel I was really impacted by that I watched. Yeah. I'm gonna. Hey man, did y'all see that thing? Yeah, bro, y'all got to go watch that. Yeah. Got to go watch it. Yeah. And but that's me. Because we have that relationship, I'm exerting a level of influence to get you to go sharing this experience of this thing. But let me tell you how it happened mm-hmm. in our relationship. Right. I got a pocket full of blue chips with your name on it. You're right. Because you could be somebody that's the shot man and say, hey, you need to see this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you need to get hit by a bus. Right. But because I got all these blue chips from you, when you say, hey, you need to do that, you've already validated that we've got a decent relationship. Mm-hmm. Basically, you got my back, I got your back. I'm good. So when you say, go do this, I trust you. And trust is in here in the relationship. Trust is almost, in fact, to have a good one, I have to trust you within the parameters that we operate. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to be buddy buddies, but playing football, mm-hmm. I got to trust that you're going to block your man so I can make my run. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 whether it's you know that small or, or big, trust is a big factor of having that relationship that I can rely on. So, so what, 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 what would you say you want people to take away once we kind of start deep diving? So, this whole playbook again: mm-hmm. understanding people are not logical and rational, mm-hmm. understanding relationships are your goal, mm-hmm. understanding people have different tendencies, different natural work tendencies, mm-hmm. understanding that you should always look for the win-win, mm-hmm. and understanding that you have to pick your battles. Mm-hmm. That's the playbook. Yeah. Collectively. What what's a goal that you want people to take away from uh, understanding all the different elements for this playbook? The initial thing is when you hear the word politics, translate that into something else mm-hmm. in your mind. Office politics, for instance, if I, I see you, I see the big boss likes you, mm-hmm. and you guys go to lunch, mm-hmm. and then I come back, and you get the promotion because you've been going to lunch for weeks now. Not only is the big boss never invited me to lunch, right. I, I, I don't get the promotion, and I think I'm better than you. Right. Okay, uh, come back off of the politics, because that's the word I'm going to use. Mm-hmm. It's unfair, it's politics. Here's what happened. You built a stronger, better relationship, however that happened, mm-hmm. with this boss than I did. Yeah. That's it. I hate it. It doesn't make me feel good. But for me to take the word politics and hide behind it, now, the second thing I can do, I can get off of my dusty and said, uh, because there's always room for me to grow and improve. Just mm-hmm. because you got promoted doesn't mean I'll never get promoted. In my mind, how do I take this experience and go, let me move for action? Mm-hmm. Like we did in the last episode yes, we were talking yes, about. Yes. How can I take this and say, you know what? Oh, no, I'm not taking this line down. Nobody else is going to get past me. So th- there's some implications here too mm-hmm. that I'm I'm thinking about. Um, my introverts and just people that are just generally socially um, I don't like to say socially awkward, but there's just um, uh, 
They're, they're more loners. Yeah. They're more, they're more individualists. But, or even that, like, they're yeah. they're socially anxious. And so, like, even getting to the point where you even initiate how to build relationships yeah. can be difficult, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And so, you know, as we go forward, I, wanted, I definitely want to make sure that we're going to... Um, you know, share tips for for those individuals that have that hard time. Mm-hmm. Even introducing themselves sometimes is tough, man. Because mm-hmm. it's easy. It's easy because you know I'm, I can be one of those people sometimes where it's easier for me to attack a task because a task cannot say anything back to me. It doesn't judge you. Yeah, it doesn't judge me. <laughs> I can just work and I yeah. can accomplish this thing. Yeah. And in that, I build confidence points within myself. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Versus. Having to actually go out, go reach out to somebody that I've never worked with or met with at work, mm. finding ways to get outside of my normal sphere of influence at work, right, to meet different people um, and that type of thing, it was always a challenge. Now, I've been lucky in that because of some of the projects that my task work got me involved in, mm-hmm. I was then introduced to the people. To other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't let that opportunity go to waste. That's exposure. Exactly. That's exposure. Right. But sometimes sometimes you do have to take that first step. Yeah. You know? And it, it can be scary. Uh, it can be uncomfortable. Oh, absolutely. But here's, here's the thing. For anybody that struggles with that, mm-hmm. most people want to have a decent working relationship with you. Yes. Most people want that. Right. And sometimes the first step is, hey, I'm going downstairs, going to get your coffee. I'm coming, coming, you know, I'm coming back upstairs. Mm. It's just an act of kindness. Because I will tell you, helping is the best way to build relationships. Yeah. Hey, man, I see you're working on that. Can I help you? And you may say no. That's money, man. Hey, I, I got another tip. Who's that? Always find an extrovert to friend with, to become a friend with at work. Okay. Because they can lead you into social situations and you can piggyback. Ah, good move. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, <laughs> I remember, so like when, I think this last time I moved back to a different group. So, I, I haven't, I worked with some people, but I hadn't worked with some of the newer people there. Yeah. And, but I, I was friends with somebody who was already kind of in the, in the circle. Yeah. And one day, I'm, I'm passing by a group of people talking and this extrovert friend of mine goes, hey. Said, hey, man, let me get your, your opinion on this. We're talking about XX. And then from that point on, now every time I saw each one of those people, hey, what's up? How you doing? Da, 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 da. And it, I love it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's real. So find, kind of take the temperature of the groups. Yeah, yeah. Find that one extrovert friend, the person who seems to be cool enough for you to kind of initiate a conversation with. Like in private, yeah. and then you build that relationship, and then that person you can piggyback off of these social situations. My wife is an extrovert, yeah. so if she listened to this, I'll get by it. I have met so many people, whether we're at church or traveling, or whatever. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Not only do I not want to talk to them, I don't really <laughs> care how they're doing. <laughs> well, we met we met these people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I will tell you, we've been on vacation. Mm-hmm. I tried to. You know, no, nah, I don't want to meet anybody on vacation. Just be yeah. quiet. She met people, then then turned us on to really cool places to go eat and go. do whatever. There There's go. a benefit at building that yeah. network. I've done so. this at your house before. Yeah. Like, you know, we have the so for the listeners. Sometimes we have these these big uh, these big potluck dinners. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> but, you know, I've gone, and there have been people there. Most people I know when yeah. we go over there. But, There's been a couple. But even still, yeah. I, yeah. I'll find myself in the midst of people who are more outspoken because yeah. they'll carry the conversation, yeah. and I can slide in. <laughs> I can slide in for a few minutes. Yeah. Offer yeah. and have that conversation. Yeah. I can check that box off like I was social today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I can also slide out because the extroverts are still carrying the conversation. And you are remembered for being participative. And you know, you remind me of another one of our friends that does that. Who? <laughs> He's married to another extrovert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. we're all married to extroverts. We are, man. Oh, man. And we are. We are. And, and it is a benefit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. Even in the office, uh, if you've got an extrovert and introvert working together, and you've got to develop a report for the upline person, it is one one probably is a better writer. Yep. One might be a better speaker. Better communicator. If you can, yep. if you can put that thing together, mm-hmm. oh man, you have it covered six ways from Sunday. Mm-hmm. So back to our original point: somebody being different, psh, that's a that's a plus. It's not yeah. a minus. Um, Man, this, yeah, this is going to be so engaging, guys. Um, <laughs> so just be ready. The next few episodes, we're going to dive into it. Uh, Absolutely. You got any final thoughts? Final thoughts. Uh, please divorce the idea of office politics as a negative thing. Yeah. Uh, there's thinking out now called uh, emotional intelligence. Right. And I'm trying to coin a phrase. I don't know if it's going to work. There's IQ, EQ, and ONQ. Mm-hmm. IQ is your ability to process and assess, and, and that's your Correct. intelligence. Emotional, EQ, is can you read yourself and others? Are mm-hmm. you aware of what's going on? That's mm-hmm. self-awareness as well as awareness of the other person. Correct. And the, the phrase we're trying to coin, uh, ONQ, is organizational navigation mm-hmm. intelligence. Mm-hmm. Am I smart enough to go through the different divisions and departments? Right. So build your EQ so that you can drive down the road in the organization and uh, use your IQ. Yeah. Um, my, my final thought would be around confidence. Mm. You know, in, in, in dealing with quote-unquote office politics, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the, we have a survival reaction to that word or being put in those situations mm-hmm. because in some way we feel that we're going to lose a part of ourselves. Mm. Right, but I think I think what uh, what we can really focus on is having the confidence to know that we are solid with who we are, mm-hmm. and that building and understand that building relationships within an organization does not mean demeaning mm-hmm. ourselves, does mm-hmm. not mean putting mm-hmm. ourselves down, mm-hmm. does not mean losing a part of ourselves, mm-hmm. but it actually means being more confident with who we are, and pursuing these relationships in order to meet our career goals. Couldn't have said it better. That's it. All right. Episode 60. I want to say that's 68 in the books. In the books. We'll catch you guys next week. Absolutely. Mm.